Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of It's an Orgasm. This is a new season, and I'm so excited to welcome everyone into this new season, this new experience, these new topics, and some old topics, because I also decided that there was kind of a couple of topics that I talked about before, but I kind of want to talk about them a little bit more in depth, and um, I do tend to do that. Uh, The way that this season is going to happen, I just want to lay a little bit of groundwork, a little bit of like, you know, some heads up just so that everyone is on the same page when it comes to this new season of It's an Orgasm. Um, It's like I have so many new ideas. I have episodes coming in and like, you know, like I kind of want it to be a little bit more structured just in case, you know, somewhere out there, there's someone that believes in me and wants to continue to follow the journey. I want you to have some sort of structure. some sort of structure so i'm doing this for you um so yeah so like let's talk about that so episodes are going to be airing once a week every friday i don't have an exact time but i think like if you wake up on friday morning and you want to listen to me i think it should be available um don't quote me though because i don't want to make any false promises um it could be that sometimes episodes will air the day of so just keep that in mind um i'm gonna try to make it so that when you wake up friday morning it's available but you never know um especially because i know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts on their way to work like on their commute and stuff like that like i think that makes it so much easier for people to listen um and just have like that kind of structure so i kind of want to give the structure (laughs) that's something that i feel like i've always lacked in anything that i decide to put my mind towards is always like that structure but i really have like so many things I want to talk about, so many conversations that I've had with my friends, and these are, like, going to be pre-recorded, unlike last time where everything was, like, I had to scramble to get everything ready and then post it, whatever, edit it and everything, and it was just a lot of work. Um, This time, I decided I'm going to film, well, record and and film, so look out for that. Um, I'm going to record a lot of episodes and then just, you know, shoot them out whenever they're, um, whenever it's time, so that way I can stick to that schedule. Um, but yeah, like definitely if there's any topics or anything like that, that need further discussion, I'm definitely going to open it up to Twitter and like TikTok and all of that so that we can have further conversations about the things that we talk about. And yeah, so let's just get started. If you can tell by the title, but not really, cause my titles are usually a little vague. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about clingy as partner. And I don't mean to sound fucked up because don't get me wrong, like when I like you and I fuck with you, like I want you around all the time. But there's a difference between being like, I don't know, like clingy and then just being suffocating and just being too much and then just... But it's like, where do you like decide where that difference lies? Like, where do you draw the line? Like, where do you set the difference between what is too clingy and like what's just being, you know, affectionate and normal affection? And it's just, um, I think that that also comes with like communication. And that's something that I've talked about a lot on this podcast, on this whole season of everything is communication and constant communication, because it's really important to communicate about how you feel about certain things and then just make sure that you and your partner are at the same see eye to eye with everything that's going on. But for me, it's just like 
I don't know, like, when it comes to, like, clingy partners and, like, clingy friends and stuff like that, like, I'm really someone that I want the attention, but I don't want it all the time, and I don't want it to be overpowering, but then it's, like, where do you see, like, that line? Like, when is it okay? Because I'm I'm definitely someone that's, like, super obsessive like when it comes to my partners like I'm super obsessive like you guys don't even know what like obsession really is until you've like dated like an earth sign and what I mean is that like in my head like there's the overthinking that happens and then just the levels of like literally insanity that goes on in my brain compared to like what you guys actually see and my actions are so much different they're so different right because in my head like I can be like loving you so hard like all right let me give you an example because it's kind of hard to explain when I like someone like I recently had like the only crush on someone from work like super super bad right but what you see and the actions that I give that person you would never be able to tell unless you know me and the reason for that is because I am not an overly like affectionate person like I don't hug you I don't like kiss you like I'm not hugging and uh, like all over you but I will occasionally give you like a hug and the reason why I'm giving you a hug is mainly because I need that like like that touch but I can't be sitting and hugging you for like a long period of time it's like one hug and like let's move on with our day and it's not to say that I don't enjoy it because I do like I know I have friends that like tell me all the time like oh you're such a huggable person like you're so like lovey-dovey but it's crazy because it's only for certain people but it doesn't mean that I like those people more than the other people that I don't hug and like I'm all over like I don't know how that I don't know if that makes sense like someone that I am very huggable with is one of my good long-term friends like when I see him I'm oh I'm all over that man like I am and I don't like have any like sexual attraction to him or like I don't like love him or anything to that level like on a deeper romantic I don't have any romantic feelings for him I should say so like I know that me like hugging him or anything like that is not coming from a place of like I love you so much like I want you to hug me like no that's not what I'm doing but I think that maybe because he's like one of those like he's like tall and like very like well built like I think well that's a word for it right um I think it's because of that like it kind of makes me feel a little bit safe and like I don't know like it gives me kind of like that comfort Whereas if I'm like the big spoon, I guess you can say like if I'm the one that's hugging the person, like I'm their protector and I don't feel like I'm someone that should be protecting anybody. Like, right. Like I am the furthest thing from someone that is like a protector. So I don't know, like it's just it's really complicated. And I think there's a lot of like psychological reasons for that kind of um, that kind of scenarios, because I'm definitely someone that I'm just like, I'm not going to be all over my partner or whatever, whatever. But there are times where I do kind of want that affection. And if, and if it's not given to me, I'm overthinking everything, right? Like I'm thinking like, oh my God, do they not want to love? Like, do they not love me? Do they not want to be around me? Like, am I being annoying? And like, that's like the thing that always happens, right? Like this is like, I think I talked about like, the thoughts that go through my head like when I'm having sex and things like that I think it's kind of the same thing like I'm always in my head so when I'm like hugging someone I'm like oh I don't want to hug them too much because I don't want them to feel suffocated or I don't want to be all around them all the time because I want to give them their space I don't want them to feel like I'm super 
like I'm all over them and I'm taking over their space and their personal space. But then I get back the feed, like they'll give me feedback and it's like, oh, well, you know, like I didn't really think you cared about me that much because you're like, you never like hug me. You never like give me random kisses or anything like that. And it's just like, no, like I wanted to do those things. I just stopped myself from doing it. And I don't know why I always stop myself. And it's, I don't know, like, it's just like, and it's probably because of the way I feel. Like, I definitely don't want a partner that's going to be on top of me. I've had that before. Like, I remember when I was dating someone, like, this guy, like, we couldn't walk down, like, a hallway without him having to hold my hand or him having to have his arm around me or him having to have, like, our, our arms interlocked. And I'm like, everyone knows we're dating. We don't need to broadcast it to the world like everyone knows we're together like I don't understand this constant need of always having to be attached to me and he's like no I just love you so much like I want to be with you like I want to be like on you like I want to feel like that like you know that connection and I'm just like I never really understood it but then we get into the whole like um what's the word I'm looking for like the love languages right and like they're one of them is you know um touch and I feel like that makes so much sense because that person was someone who like you needed to kind of like caress him and like show him affection and all of these things and like that's the way he knew that he was being loved and for me it was so much different I'm like I don't need all of that like I know we're together you've proven that you love me you've proven to be you know loyal to me or whatever so like that was enough for me but you know like that's where that kind of like conversation happens and that's kind of where that understanding is so important and it's so funny that everything always comes back to communication like communication is so important and being able to communicate what you want in a relationship what you want from your partner what your partner should expect from you like all of these things are important right because what if I am someone like that relationship that relationship was doomed to fail because they were someone who was super affectionate and whatever and I wasn't so I was never going to be able to love them the way that they wanted to be loved and that's super important because why would you want to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't love you the way that you want to be loved or proves to you that they love you in the way that you know what love is basically all of that to say is that if you are starting a relationship with your partner if you're having like that first conversations about like what you guys are gonna do what you guys what are you what like what are we if you're having that conversation it's really important to start talking about like your love languages and things like that and I was definitely someone who was so against like that love language talk I thought it was like bullshit but it's really not right because I can't imagine being in a relationship with someone where they are not giving me words of affirmation or are not giving me gifts. And I don't mean just gifts in general, because I feel like everyone who isn't it so funny, like anytime you talk about like your love language and you're someone who says like, oh, I like gifts, everyone always just assumes, oh, you're she's a gold digger. She's a gold digger. And it's like, no, it's not about the the amount. Well, not for me personally. I can't speak for everybody who says that. But for me personally, I'm like, it's not about the actual gift. Right. Because it's about like what the gift represents, what why they were giving me this gift and all of these things like that's what's really important to me. Right. Because I like some of the best gifts that I received are literally like 20 bucks. Like, I think that like that's what makes it like so special. It's like the quality, like not the quality, but what it means. Right. Like I have like this little keychain on my work keys of like this little pink 
it's literally like the tiniest keychain. It's a little pink um, boba drink. And it's so cute, right? Because I love boba. I drink boba all the time. And the person that gave it to me, um, like if they went to go get boba without me, like I would be putting up a fit because I would get so mad. But it so like the meaning behind the actual gift is what's so cute. And I'm sure that that keychain was like less than 10 bucks, right? But it's like when I look down at it, I'm like, oh my God, like it's so cute. Like I, it brings back memories and it's just like the cutest thing. And like for that, like I love to look at that, right? Like that symbol and that same person got me like these little like five ninja turtles because I talked about how I had five turtles and I named them after the ninja turtles so I put that on like my computer screen and like now every time I look at like my computer screen like I see like the little ninja turtles and I'm like oh my god like like, you know like those like symbolic gifts I should say like those things are so important or like for my graduation I got a hugsy bear because me and my best friend when we went to the friends exhibit I really wanted a hugsy bear and if you guys know like I'm super obsessed with I'm not super obsessed but I really love the show friends like I make a lot of like references to friends like I wanted to go see the exhibit I bought a little keychain because the Hugsy itself was like 50 bucks. And I'm like, I'm not paying 50 bucks for a fucking teddy bear. Um, But she got it for me. So for me, it's like I look at that and I'm like, oh, my God. Obviously, that that one was a little bit more pricey, but it's not the price of the gift. It's what the price actually what the gift actually represents. And like now, every time I look at the bear, I look and I think about my best friend and I think about our time at that exhibit. And it's just so much. It means so much. So, like, those things are things that are important to me. Like, if you get me my favorite coffee drink and we've only went out to coffee, like, once or twice, like, that would mean the world to me because it's like, oh, you're paying attention to the details. Like, you actually care about the things that I like and you're showing me that you care about the things that I like and you're paying attention to the things that I like. So, you are you care about me enough to kind of analyze who I am and what I like and what I don't like. So, like, those things are what's important to me. But... I, if I had a partner that they tell me up front, like, hey, I am someone that needs to be like hugged, needs to be caressed, needs to be like shown that kind of physical affection, then I know that from the beginning. So now my thoughts and my, like my thoughts that I would have were before I would be like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that because I don't want to kind of smother them. Now I know we had this conversation, we established that you like that, so guess what? Now I'm going to do that for you. But it's just so funny, right? The way that we just sometimes just can't even express how we feel or can't even talk about why certain things hit us certain ways. Like this, like with that person that I was talking about with that relationship, like one day he just blew up and was just like, you don't love me. Like you've never loved me. Like I don't understand. Like... (laughs) And I was just, in my head, I was so confused, right? Because in my eyes, I was doing everything I could. Like, I thought about him more than I thought about myself. Like, that's how obsessive I get. And I wouldn't call it love, obviously, because I was young. But, like, looking back at it, I was like, yo, like, I dressed a certain way because he liked it. And that's what I'm going to talk about next week. I'm definitely going to talk about, like, things I've done for love. But just to give you guys just a little hint or a little bit of, like, an anecdote like I would do like he liked girls a certain way so I dressed that certain way like he did certain things and I like the way that my mind works is that like I'm like if I'm trying to pursue someone that like like certain things I'm gonna do those certain things and like I feel like 
that's such a childish kind of like mentality. And I would love to say that I don't do that anymore, but I can't help it. Like it is who I am. So like, honestly, like that relationship was like trash. Like it was, it was horrible. Like again, it all stemmed from like, just like the love languages. And for me, he was just so clingy and it was just so much. Like I literally felt like I couldn't breathe. Right. Like he was a type that when we got into the train station, like he would just start making out with me. And I'm like, yo, people are staring. I hate like public, like I hate PDA. Like I was just like, oh my God, like this is so, like it was so embarrassing for me. Whereas other people, like if they're with their partners, they don't give a fuck who's around. They don't give a fuck about anything because they're just so expressive with their love. And like, I commend it. Cause I'm like, yo, more power to you. If you're the type of person that like you just show your love, you don't care about anything else. Like, yo, kudos to you because I'm just like I cannot do that like I cannot like I feel like I'm being watched like I wouldn't mind like a peck here and there or like you know just hugging or like you know me leaning on his arm like that's what I would that's how I would show affection like that was me being affectionate was me leaning on his arm but you know I guess that wasn't enough for him um but it was just so funny because I'm just like yo like I feel like I'm literally being suffocated because I'm being kissed all the time I'm being hugged 24 hours like I literally felt like I every time I took a breath out like he would inhale it like that's how like close we were all the time and I'm like ew this is gross like I don't like that and then like I really sat and I'm like do I like this person as a person like do I physically feel attracted to this person because why do they repulse me so much right and honestly like I did I really liked them but it was just something about like being touched and being hugged all the time that I was just like I I can't do it like I couldn't do it I physically could not do it anymore and it just it's just a lot like thank god I've never found anyone that clingy ever again or like if I say that you know I don't want this clinginess like they understand um but I've definitely reached a a, you know Ah, an error in my like a a stepping stone or whatever you can say I've reached a area in my life where now I'm like yo like this is what I'm looking for in a relationship this is what I expect this is how I show love this is how I receive love and like we're able to have those kind of conversations and that's kind of like why I have this podcast in the first place is so that these conversations you can like not learn from my mistakes but like take what I've done and like learn from it in some way and it's not necessarily mistakes because I feel like I'm very grateful that I've been able to go through the experiences that I went through and like learn something from them. But I don't also want someone else to be like, oh, you made a mistake in dating that guy. No, because I dated that guy and through dating him, I learned that, you know, I'm someone who just doesn't like to be fucking touched all the time. And it's like, you don't necessarily need to date someone like that to realize it, but you definitely learn your love languages. And I think I'm like a hardcore believer in love languages like yeah you can have multiple but there's definitely like if there's something that you definitely don't like and that other person is something that they like surround their whole life around like it's gonna be kind of hard to make that relationship work unless you're someone who's willing to compromise and every time I think about the word compromise I always think of like that um 
I forgot what her name was. Erica Kate. I don't know who it was. Um, that she's like, compromise. A man comes into my life and I have to compromise. And like, at first I kind of related, but now as I get older, I'm like, yeah, I definitely understand that there are people who are worth compromising for. And that's not everybody. And it depends on what you're compromising, right? Because you don't want to compromise your comfort. Like imagine me still being in that relationship, literally feeling smothered, literally feel like, at that point, I'm just like, girl, <laughs> like, what, what, are you, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, why are, why are we still in this relationship? Like, I would have to have, like, some serious, like, conversations with myself as to whether I really like that person or I'm just scared to be alone. But that's a whole nother conversation. Let's not do that. Let's not jump into that one right now. Right now, we're just talking about the clingy partner themselves. So definitely, if you have, like, a clingy partner in your life, like, definitely under like have you guys had that conversation like that conversation is really important and what I mean is like talking about what it is that that person is looking for what that person feels like is a healthy relationship because sometimes they are giving you this affection because they feel like that's something that you respond positively to if they feel like that's something that you need maybe they'll be that's why they're doing it so much and I like honestly I'm (laughs) it's crazy because I understand because I know I'm definitely like someone that like I try to love people the way that they want to be loved so but you know you have to have that conversation to actually understand if you are loving them the way they want to be loved or you're loving them the way you think they want to be loved because those are two completely different things right you can be doing something that you know they probably don't like but because they're too scared to tell you then you're going to continue to do it and they're going to continue to be annoyed and eventually they're just going to break off the relationship or even worse they're going to ghost you because they don't know how to have these conversations and do you really want to be with someone who would rather ghost you than have a formal conversation with you i don't think so but you never know um yeah so (laughs) I feel like I talked everyone's ear off when it comes to like that whole relationship and like the clinginess of it but it's definitely understanding like why it's happening is super important right like do they feel like they're just so obsessed with you that they can't keep their hands off you or is it kind of like a territorial thing because when I was in that relationship I definitely felt like it was a territory thing like this person needed to like show everyone that we were together and like they because of what my past said like I definitely cheated on someone to be with them so I think that kind of insecurity kind of played a role in that whole thing because it was more of like now that you're mine, I need to show everyone that you're mine so that if you cheat on me, then at least they know that you had a, you are cheating on me, basically. And it's not like, oh, you're, you know, like it was very, very it was very, it was a lot. <laughs> like I can't even, there's no other word for me to describe it, but like a lot like, where I felt like anytime we walked literally anywhere, like they had to have at least a finger on me at all times. And it was just it got to a point where it was like, all right, like you need to get the fuck off me because at this point, I just feel like you're trying to prove a point. And that's exactly what it was. It was proving a point. It was proving to everyone like, hey, she's mine. 
back off like she's taken she's taken like going around like literally like that's what I felt like and it can be very much that whereas like that insecurity whereas like they don't even love me that much but they just need to prove to everyone that we're together or it can also be like maybe you're a trophy like maybe they're so proud of being with someone like you where they have to kind of display you to everyone and display the fact that they were able to get you and they were able to have you as their partner and that's definitely something that I've seen around a lot where it's like they don't want to break up like they don't like you fit like who you are as a person they don't like anything about you they don't care about your interests they don't care about any of that stuff but for some reason they're so up your ass all the time because they need to prove to everyone that they were able to get you like you're you're probably smoking hot you have the nice you have the nice body you have the you have great fashion sense you're probably got like all the positive attributes but they never ask you questions about who you are as a person they probably probably don't even care about who you are as a person but because you are who you are and you look like what you look like they want to display you to the world and they have to like take pictures with you guys touching and hugging and kissing and they want you to post it all over their social media and they post it all over their social media and they tag you in every picture that you guys take together or anything where you're not even like shown but they so they still have to have like that like tag like let's say they're going on like you guys are out to dinner like they'll post the dinner but but they'll still have to tag you in it because they need to let everyone know that they're out to dinner with you. And that also goes into like the whole jealousy thing where it's like they have to show and broadcast that you guys are together to everyone. And like, I feel like women do that too. I feel like we definitely like do that. Um, like coming from like a, uh, someone like myself, like I never felt that way about anybody where I needed to prove to everyone that that person is with me. But I've definitely felt like in my head, like I will take pictures and stuff like that to kind of like keep it in my memory. So I could only imagine that that's what's happening when people are posting it like on social media as well. Or like people who like, like you have to put it in your bio you have to put that you're taking in your bio you have to like all of these things are signs of a clingy partner like I think that people think clingy is just someone that's literally physically clingy with you but like there's other things about that too there's people that constantly need attention like whether it be through the phone or whether it be through text where they constantly need to hear that you're you know giving them that attention they constantly need to hear that like about your day they constantly need to you know if they send you something they want a response automatically like you can't even take 10 minutes or anything like that or it turns into an argument that's the same issue that I have with that same person like this person showed every single sign of like that clinginess and that's a major red flag right because why are they why are they so insecure and like I kind of understood where their insecurity came from based on how our relationship started but that's still not kind of like an excuse right you'd never want excuse anyone from being this you know person but you do kind of want to get to the bottom of it and kind of and I feel like that's where communication always comes in right you have to discuss like hey when I'm at work like I'm not able to answer your messages as quickly as you would like me to hey when I'm in class like I'm actually paying attention and I don't want to be on my phone 
And I like I have friends that are be like, oh well, you know, like I want to know like when time you start class, what time you end class, and like I get where that's coming from, and I really do like understand because a lot of my friends are like this not just one person but like a lot of my friends are like that where it's like oh what days do you go to work oh what days do you go to school um and it's like oh what do you do this day what do you do that day and it's not even that they want to hang out with me they just want to know like you know and that's fine and I understand that and especially when it comes to romantic partners like obviously like I would like to know where my partner is you know not at all times but like I would like to kind of have that kind of um security I guess you can say like I don't know how else to describe it where it doesn't sound a little bit much or a little crazy and like it's like it's it's understanding especially when you're in a relationship with someone for a long time like you definitely just you know especially when it comes to like starting to like actually join your lives together and stuff like that like all of that makes sense right you definitely want to be able to um be like hey on Thursdays my girlfriend goes to volleyball practice or something like that I don't know anything so it's definitely okay but I think that there's a way for that conversation to happen instead of like oh I need to I need you to send me your schedule like no that's not how that works right I you learn about me from asking me questions and you learn about me from me telling you things and our conversations and things like that like that's the normal way to find things out but if you want to control someone and you start with like I need to know where you're at on this day and that day like no I feel like that's too much like that point you're just turning into you're no longer clingy at that point you're controlling right because you want to know where she's at or where they're at any day any time of the day or any you know whatever and that also goes into like the tracking thing like I am not someone that like I do share my location with certain people and that's definitely because I'm a paranoid person right like I share my location with like my sister and my um one of my friends and I share well two of my friends actually and like that's it like those three people are the only people I share my location with and the reason why I do that is in case of I'm in a like a car accident I don't drive but (laughs) I take cabs pretty often so in case I'm in like an accident or whatever you don't hear from me for like three days I definitely have my phone on me or something like you can easily track me and that's just my paranoia but I wouldn't share my location with someone I'm just dating like I wouldn't do that like I definitely would share my location with like my husband um and like I feel like if you're just starting to date someone and you're already sharing a location like that's a little weird right because I don't need me to be like I'm 20 minutes away and really I'm three hours away like I don't need that conversation I don't need that argument <laughs> like and we, let me save all of us a headache and just say hey I'm lying like let's just you know I'll be there when I get there but um, yeah so definitely like I I don't know it's up to you like there's people that like that clingy shit and more power to you like if you're someone that you need to be suffocated with your partner 24 7 more power to you i support you live your best clingy life and like yeah let's just let people live like if you're someone that definitely needs that like clinginess you need that kind of like affection all the time fuck it find someone who's willing to do that for you but don't expect someone who doesn't like that to change their ways just for you make sure you have that conversation with them prior and let them know that this is something that you require and find out if this is something that they're willing to do for you because if they're not willing to do it for you then why would you expect them to do it right why would you want your partner to feel uncomfortable with the way that you show love why would you want your partner to feel some type of way and all of that's to say is that like yeah we all love differently and some people love that clingy shit i definitely don't don't fucking don't 
I don't, I don't need our breath to fucking like sink. I don't need, (laughs) I don't need us to share the same fucking oxygen. Like I don't need my tears to go down and turn into your tear. Like I don't, I don't need that shit. I don't like that shit. I don't want that shit in my life, but definitely there are people who love that shit, especially if they are someone who's like super obsessed with their man and like, they just want to like breathe them in. (laughs) Like I can, I can see that. I can understand that, but that's not me. Um, if that's you more power to you live your best life and with that i will see you guys next week i am definitely into i think next week is going to be a way more fun episode because we're going to go into the things i've done for love and that's just see you guys next week you know how to follow me in all my socials i will list it all in the like bio thingies below bye